What is going on, everybody? And welcome back to the Stories Unleashed podcast. Uh, make sure you leave a like, a comment, and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Stories Unleashed podcast. You can also find us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify, and all other platforms. Now, today we have a good friend of mine. We have Kaipo Olsen Baker. Um, she's a professional rugby player. Um, she's not too bad on the beer pong table. Um, she loves a good night out with the with the crew. Um, but overall, but, she's just a fun, bubbly person. How are you today, sis? Oh, I'm good, thank you. How are you? No, I'm very well, thank you. And thank you for jumping on. Um, I know your time's precious and you've got a lot going on. No, thanks for having me. I was excited for this. Um, I left your intro just a wee bit short, just so I can give yeah, you the chance. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I've taken a few hours from Kaipo and a few things lately, you know, UFC, um, beer pong. You've taken heaps. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't want to like, you know, you know, build her up too much, but, oh, um, <laughs> but, um, I, yo, so I thought we could start from, um, uh, the beginning and maybe you could just tell us a little bit about yourself, um, and a little bit about your upbringing, um, and where you come from. Sweet. Hey everyone. My name's Kaipo. Um, I'm from Gisborne. Um, I lived in Gisborne, but I'm from, um, Ngātipuro. Um, yeah, I moved to Palmerston North when I was 16, um, basically just for like the better opportunities and stuff, really, for rugby and stuff. Um, I got two older sisters and um, a single parent who is honestly like my world, um, my biggest inspiration too. Um, yeah. <laughs> so let's... Let's talk about the move. Like, so you're 16 when you moved to to Palmy. Um, that uh -huh. was to go to Manukura. Yeah. How how was that? Like, we did you move by yourself or did you move with your family? So I moved with one of my friends. So luckily, I had somebody that I knew, but like only one person. So it was kind of like 16 year old moving by you know by yourself. It was like it was so scary, but. No, nah, it was good. Um, I boarded for, I think, only like three terms, two terms. And, yeah, I didn't like it. Every night I would honestly, like, message my mum, be like, can you just move, like, hurry up and come down and all of that stuff. And, yeah, they actually made the move for me. So that's one thing I'll ever be grateful for, honestly. <laughs> oh, so when you boarded and stuff, like, we like – when you say that you missed them and that we just like straight to school, straight home into your room, like messaging, calling and all that. Or did you like get I, out and go to parties and, or, you know, do all no, the normal teenage stuff? Nah, that wasn't the first year at Manukura. I actually didn't do like any of that stuff. Like I honestly went to school, went to training, came home, went to bed, <laughs> went straight to sleep, <laughs> would call like my family, honestly, and be like, I miss you. Every weekend I'd go home, back home, if I didn't have like rugby or anything like that. But yeah, that was me, sleep. Far. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I still do it now. <laughs> sleep day. And then I wake up, where's the day gone? <laughs> but nah, it's good. Oh, well, <clears throat> um, I've obviously heard all the all the stories about the Manukura trainings and going to Manukura and... Um, oh. I mean, like, there's so many stories out there. Um, for those yeah. who don't know, my my partner went to Manukura, her her brother, and obviously Kaipo, and all of their mates, um, obviously. But 
do you want to talk to us about transitioning into those trainings like because I've heard they're pretty hard out trainings honestly like I thought I was fine like I thought I was pretty fit and gizzy you know rock up and rock up to Manukura's first training oh bro (laughs) don't even get me started we had like one running block and I was like dead like I had my mate with me and like she had to like fully drag me and like keep me running I bet like all the teachers looking at me like um who is this girl take it back home I was so unfit like I actually thought I was fine but nah they're so intense honestly the field sessions they were the hardest honestly got me <laughs> um, for those who don't know um so Manukura is like a high performance school and um they have a big focus on a student athlete type um type uh, uh schooling system um it's obviously Kopapa Māori but um a lot of the students that go there uh, go there for specific sports and um essentially it helps them excel into the professional environment um so with Manukura um did you find it um like you're able to elevate your your ability in sports um because you went there for rugby primarily or no I went for rugby I played a bit of netball there too but I was more there for rugby and stuff I think like just being surrounded by so much like um what's the word like experience or yeah experience yeah so much experienced people and everyone also just wanting like the same goals and stuff like achieving everyone wanted the same like um what's the word same yeah same goals they were all we were all achieving for like the same goals and stuff and I feel like yeah just being surrounded by that really helped like you know us to like be better and train better better. yeah um did you feel like a lot of pressure going to a school like that because I know uh, in particular the rugby girls uh, for Manukura have quite a prestigious um, history um, well now mm. they do at least and um, their programs would be recognized throughout New Zealand as one of the best women's rugby program in, um, in the country for secondary age students did you feel that pressure as you walked into the gates going to school every day knowing that you had to you know live up to that or was it just a matter of doing your best no not really like I feel like the vibes and stuff honestly we were all just like one big whanau and like sisterhood honestly like we all just I don't know how to say it but like we didn't have like the pressure on you like we all like you just had to do your best and that's all that they wanted you to do like they didn't expect you to like you know they didn't expect much from you kind of thing yeah yeah they just wanted well, you i suppose they had expectations on you but they wouldn't have enforced <laughs> them to the point where they feel like they're like you must meet it like, like otherwise yeah. you're, you're not good enough sort of thing like they did give us like you know like you have to do this and all this stuff but it wasn't like strict you know like it was like chill and all of that stuff but no so obviously went to Manukura primarily for uh, rugby, um, as you've just said, but were you playing other sports as well, like other than rugby and netball? Like have you played basketball or um, soccer yeah, or football? So my, first, um, my first sport was soccer. So I like loved soccer so much. 
and then I moved on to netball and then basketball and then rugby <laughs> so now yeah rugby is like a huge part of me now and the skills that you learned in that sport you were able mm. to sort of transition into rugby um I know for myself I played soccer um, mm. before I started playing rugby and um, yeah I found as I went into rugby my kicking was a lot better than um other kids just because in soccer that's all you do is kick the ball um did you find that for yourself when transitioning into rugby yeah definitely I feel like any sport that you play hey like it helps with any sport that you play it's all like the same and stuff just different but no it's good did you have any aspirations to become professional in in those other sports or were you just trying to play with your mates and have fun oh basketball was a yeah I really wanted to make it far in basketball but I was young and dumb I don't know why I stopped playing basketball but I didn't make it into a team <laughs> and no me I just gave up on it and like didn't want to play it anymore because I didn't make it in the team so then I gave up <laughs> but I've learned from that lesson now to just keep on going and like don't give up <laughs> did it take a while to learn from that like because I know a lot of people um, when they don't get selected for something a lot of them just either give up or mm. start blaming blaming the coaches or the selectors or whatever and you know kind of yeah. jeopardize their um their I don't know chances even more because uh, I mean I got told a wise piece of advice one time I didn't make something and um the advice was when you don't make it they watch you even more because they want to see what how you react what you do um did you go through that did someone give you that advice straight after or yeah well I got like a huge growling a from like my sisters you know my sisters <laughs> they're like what are you up to bro like keep on going and me just you know me I'm just like nah like I don't want to do it and then like now like how like old I am now and like a bit mature about it I'm thinking about it now and I'm just like wow like why did I do that you know because you're yeah but I've learned so much from that lesson like just to like keep on going and like not care what other people think other people think kind of you know yeah. how old were like, you when this happened I think I was like maybe like 15 oh so you're young as like yeah I was young honestly so I didn't really know anything I was just like ugh nah, I don't want to play this sport anymore. <laughs> well, it's those times, like, I think I, I was around that age, like, I didn't get picked for a footy team or something. And, um, mm. like, you kind of just get in that mindset of, like, oh, like, bro, this coach sucks. Like, he's not even a good yeah. coach anyway. Like, oh, the team's not got that, that good. <laughs> what are you saying? You blame everybody else when it's probably yourself. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, yeah, I remember this one. I can't remember what team it was. It might have been touch or maybe even even rugby. But uh, I went for a period, like, I didn't tell, like, openly tell everyone, like, oh, he's a trash and I should be this and that. But, like, I'll go home to, like, you know, my, my parents or whatever and be like, oh, far like, he's a trash coach anyway. I don't even know how he got the, got the job sort of thing. Um, so, like... When you're young, you don't really think of that. But when you get older, yeah. you start to reflect on it and think like, oh, that's actually so bad that I've done that. That's so bad. Yeah. Um, 
let's talk about your rugby journey though because um mm. i suppose that's that's where you found a lot of success and i suppose a passion for it um how long was it in your journey from when you sort of started to get noticed by you know the likes of the manawatu cyclones and other professional organizations so when I actually first moved to Manukura, so that was what, 2020 was my first debut of um, Cyclones. And oh man, it was, it was, I was so nervous, eh? Like I didn't know anybody, like no one at all. So like my first time going to the Manawatu, like gym and stuff, um, I walked in and I was just like this shy little 16 year old, like walking in like, hi like so nervous and the first people like they say is like don't be nervous and I'm like yeah I'm not nervous but like inside I'm like oh my god what the heck am I doing like oh but no everyone's so lovely here and like everyone just supports you and just like yeah everyone's yeah everyone's so lovely here and that just made me so much more like comfortable I think like just being like welcomed and like yeah no it was cool was it were you playing like school rugby and um cyclones like was that sort of the way you were doing it or yeah so I would play school rugby and then I would also be playing one or two cyclones so then we would have like trainings and stuff for school rugby and then after I would have to go over to one or two cyclones <laughs> oh and were you professional at this point so were you getting paid to play or was it no. just just experience yeah just experience oh, sadly because <laughs> i was nah. gonna say like far 16 you're pretty young to be sort of mixing it with those well they're women at that point eh? they're proper ladies or growing women um yeah. what was what was the the levels like when you were playing rugby like was there a big drop in when you played school rugby compared to playing with the cyclones or was it quite similar no, there was a huge difference, eh? Like, obviously, like, for Cyclones, like, it's, like, women's and stuff. So it was, like, the level was, like, way more higher. And then kind of, like, we kind of had to, like, for us school girls, we kind of had to, like, drop a little bit for school because, like, it was, like, the level was so different. Like, being, yeah. Was it a lot but more physical, like, with the, with the women? Like, just a lot more physicality? Oh. And- way more physical I think one time um I think it was one of our preseason games I fully got like punched in the face from one from one of the women's like 16 year old I got punched in the face because I tackled her and she got mad and I got up and fully off and all I had to do guess what I did what what did you do (laughs) I laughed well, she punched you in I, the face and you just laughed. Yeah, oh. I fully just laughed and carried on. Did she turn and around I'm and try t- and punch you again? Nah, I just walked away and I was just, and then like, oh, everyone, I always tell people that story and everyone's just like, why don't you do anything? And I'm just like, um, I don't know, probably because I'll get hiding. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> mad. That's mad. That's probably like. Was she an older player too? Like, was she like yeah. a proper woman? She's probably like, oh, this little kid, like, welcome to playing with women, eh? Like, that was probably her way of welcoming you in, eh? And I'm just like, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll oh, just that's... go back. 
that's real interesting about you having to drop down well feel like you have to drop your level when you go back to school school rugby um but it was always cool going back to like school rugby and stuff because like that was like our age like our age group and stuff so it was always good like playing like our age group instead of like you know having to kind of pick up you know oh I don't know. did you did you feel like um I know what you mean um did you come like did you ever have a moment I have to ask did you have a moment where you like felt a bit like almost arrogant like when you go back to school rugby and you're like trying to tell like your teammates like oh this is what you should do like oh we, when we train with the cyclones like you know you tackle like this or you know we look for these sorts of things did you ever take that sort of like arrogant role like because I know some people they they go like that and then it takes them a while to step back into like farm actually yeah. being a dickhead sort of thing yeah no I don't feel like I ever nah like I was honestly like if someone needed help and stuff like I would help them but I wasn't really like I'm in the cyclones like I know everything like you know like I was just like yeah I don't know how to explain it nah I was never like that no that's good that's yeah because a lot of people like I hate people being like that to me so I know what it probably be like to other people <laughs> yeah exactly um uh, I know a lot of people that have um <laughs> done that like I've been in the team not been the other guy I've been like oh I'm very like yeah don't feel like that like we already think you're the man but you're destroying your own image because you're trying to be the man like just yeah, just be out. you bro we liked you when it was just you um yeah but we also want the advice that he gives us it's just the way he delivered it wasn't wasn't right yeah um, you played a little bit of sevens right and you played uh -huh. um the new zealand condors i see that um yeah the the girls just won uh the yeah. trophy again which is there's so much talent like some of these young girls coming through i'm just like wow like it's crazy like the women's like rugby girls rugby everything is just it's blowing up and i love i love seeing that did you enjoy sevens a lot more than than 15s or do you enjoy 15s a little bit more like i know there's a lot more freedom in sevens so like i think i've always told everyone like sevens i love sevens because there's more space and then I love 15s because there's way more contact. And I love contact. <laughs> like, you know, just, yeah. I, I've always tell people that. And so <clears throat> let's talk about your sevens journey. So what teams were you sort of um, mixing in there? Were you mixing with the Black Fern Sevens girls in that sort of arena? Or? Yeah, I got the opportunity to actually go, like, play with some of them, which I was like, what the heck? Like, I'm playing alongside Ruby Tui and, like, Sarah Heat and they're like, what the heck? Yeah. Nah, yeah, I got the opportunity to go play, like, I think it was just, like, some matches and stuff. Um, but I still got to put on the black jersey, and I'm just like, wow, like, what the heck? This is, like, my dream. Like, hopefully one day I can, like, be contracted and stuff. That's my that's my goal. Um, We'll get to putting on that black jersey for the first time, but... um. What was it like just being in in the environment? Like, what was your first day like? Were you walking in there like, yo, what's up, everyone? I'm Kai Paul. Were you just like, oh, man, like. <laughs> oh, I was probably like, what's everyone up, Kai Paul? <laughs> <laughs> nah, honestly, the environment is insane. Like, everybody just, like, I don't even know how to explain it because, like, that's, like, everyone just, like, all the girls, everyone's just all on the same page and just, once what's best for you 
and so like they just all encourage you and yeah like oh it's amazing <laughs> it like the level is like honestly like way up there so like we had to like step up and like my first training I was obviously nervous and like a bit like Ugh. but then once like we started getting into the groove of it it it, it was all good being in the black friends environment like everybody knows like everything and then like I feel like I do and then it comes to like the point and then they ask me I'm just like um I don't even know I like <laughs> I don't know but I'll probably say like the littlest thing to it and then everyone's so much like in detail I'm just like damn <laughs> I'm like damn I'm really playing with these people <laughs> actually <laughs> Um, so okay. do, you, do you got like um, any training stories um, when you've been in the Blackfern Sevens environment or even just the Blackfern environment um, of maybe someone just being unreal, doing something that's super mad and you're just like far out. This is definitely a few steps up from playing in, in high school rugby. Far. I've seen so much. Hey? Like, I don't think like, I've just seen too much, honestly. Like, I don't think I can choose one person because they, I'm just surrounded by so much hard workers, like Sarah Hedene, Ruby Tui, like all of them. I can name the whole team, like, because they're all just such hard workers. I suppose, like, being in the environment, you'd see them and just be like, I, I see it on TV. I see that you do amazing <laughs> things on TV, but it just reassures me seeing you now. I know why you're a professional athlete. Like I know yeah. why you're paid by the Black Friends to to play rugby freshly. Yeah, like I think we we all see that like how they play and all of that like on TV. But then when we actually like went to trainings and stuff, I'm just like, wow, like this is why, because this is how hard you train and this is this is what it's like to be a Black Fern and this is what you need, you know, to be a Black Fern. That, that must be so powerful seeing and um, being a part of as a young young woman. Mm. Going back to small old Palmy and the Cyclones and even if you were at Manukura at the time, going going back to those sorts of environments and being able to be exposed to um, high performance um, with, with superstars and going back to your small environment and being like, man, I really want to be in their position. I want to be playing at the level they're playing at week in week out and now I know how they are able to do that by watching them train um so let's talk about your professional journey um obviously congratulations you've you've signed a contract with with the hurricanes and hence why I've worn the hurricane shirt tonight um, <laughs> yeah damn I should have got one myself <laughs> you got more you got more gears than me <laughs> yeah, I've got all the gears so I just don't have any idea um <laughs> let's so in that professional environment um the biggest thing I've, I've spoken to people about is just the attention to detail um yeah. one of my friends described to me closely about uh one of the all black boys just breaking down uh, a play into incredible amounts of detail in terms of players run with the ball in their left arm for 73 yeah. percent more than they do in the right just ridiculous stuff that no one not even no one would really know i don't even i'll be like what <laughs> do you do you have any do you have any stories um 
of maybe you know in the footage room of how other people play and and doing reviews on yourself or others I'm so bad when it comes to that stuff like I have to get told like Kipes did you bring your book for it and I'm just like shit like can you pass me a paper and a pen and then like I just honestly hide like I shouldn't actually even be saying this because they might watch it and start picking me and I'll be like damn why did I say that yeah but I just yeah being like picked and I, I just go into like small details and then somebody else gets picked and they're just like fully details like long paragraphs and here's me just with one word I'm just like shit <laughs> <laughs> don't pick me that's why I sit in the back <laughs> have you been caught out before like Loki in in the um video room uh -huh. yeah I've been caught out and I just said I don't know <laughs> What, what? I was, I didn't know what to say. I think it was something to do around the ruck. And after, like, after the question, I knew what to say. But during, I just get really nervous and shy. So then I just get all flustered and I'm just like, oh, no, nah, I'm sorry, I don't know. But then after, I'm just like, Kaipo, what the heck? And then I actually know the question and then I start saying it in my head and then I'm just like, bro, why didn't you just say that? <laughs> <laughs> not much people know but you've done your acl um so mm. was that your first injury or had you had any other major injuries before that it wasn't really major like injuries it was more just like broken foot broken arm like just like that like I, this was my first like major major injury where i was out for so long and i hated it <laughs> like you know watching training watching games you know it was hard <laughs> how did you sort of deal with that like because how far in the season were you when you had done your ACL like was it was it like a like did you feel good like going playing rugby and think yeah I've got a good chance of maybe cracking the black fans this mm -hmm. year or was mm. it was it just like you know just Honestly, absolutely. last year I felt so good, eh? Like going into, because I actually injured my, I actually, uh, I injured myself my first club rugby game. <laughs> so that was my first game back, like for that year. So I was so gutted. Like when I went down, I was just like, oh, like damn, like I've done something. And yeah, and then I went to um, the doctor and everything and they were like, yeah, you've done your ACL and your meniscus. And I honestly like just broke down. I was just like, what? And like, no one's ever seen me cry. Like I hate showing people that side of me. And I just, yeah, I was honestly a wreck. <laughs> how, how did it happen? Like, were you, was it, do you even know how it happened or was it like? just a freak so I was I was just running and then I got tackled I think it was different directions so one person was behind me and one person was in front of me somehow and yeah I think I just went like fully different I think it went different angles or something and then all I heard was a like a and then I'm just oh. uh, I was like screaming a eh? like you could probably hear me from Christchurch <laughs> Like, that's how bad it was. Like, it was so sore, like, the worst pain I've ever felt. Far out. It's, it's, um, 
<laughs> as like Loki, a bit of a thing when you go to Manukura, right? Like a lot of mm-hmm. people um, have done the ACL. ACLs from that school. Yeah, I never it... got surgery on my ACL though. Yeah, I was just about to ask. So, what was the recovery process like? Because um, were you like at all? Were you a bit depressed, or were you were you like just just get it right? Yeah. yeah, like obviously, I had my moments where I was like down. Like I think last year was definitely my hardest like year, like being injured, and like that was when I actually was like my at my lowest point. You know, like not being able to play something I love and all of that stuff. And like my family know, like they seen like behind the scenes and everything of me, like just broken and all of that stuff but the recovery was like really different so I did like a a new procedure thingy so basically I was like stuck in a brace for like how much for like three months so it was like different angles like every like week so for the first four weeks I was like stuck at 90 degrees so that's like fully like locked in like you know 90 degrees fully locked into that for four weeks so I couldn't move at all and the sleeping oh my god don't even get me started it was so awkward like I had to sleep like on my side and like a pillow <laughs> underneath me it was so awkward man but now nah, it was good so was it from start to finish like you done your ACL and then three months later you were fully healed is it yeah so I think roughly how, it was like how long does it usually take does it is it usually three months or Nah, it's longer. I think it's like 12. Um, I think it's longer, like a year. I'm so sure. But doing this one was supposed to like shorten the time. Oh, wow. But at the start, I was, I didn't, because no one's done it before. No one's like really like been through this um, like bracing protocol before. So I was like one of the first ones to actually do it. And I was like nervous like I didn't want to do it at the start but then my the doctor was really like um nah he was really good and just yeah helped me through it and stuff well that's amazing um how far um it's amazing how far like technology's come because like honestly I mean it was just surgery for quite a while eh? like people if you've done ACL oh well get on the get on the table mate like get on the get, table yeah, yeah. get your surgery doctor, done yeah the doctor over in Aussie the one that like um his dad actually came up with this idea and he like researched everything and stuff and he was the one that told me like the doctors and stuff like they've all like been told that you need surgery when you do your ACL but like it's crazy eh? like what people are like coming up with these days like yeah oh that's that's amazing well so that's that's a lot different because I, I i mean it's quite amazing how far technology has changed and people obviously innovating mm. different different ideas and, and different ways <clears throat> of doing things um so you're obviously in that for three months did you do like i don't know like was it just no exercise pretty much while you had that on like only upper body <laughs> or or so, did you have to yeah, do like rehab on upper, so all I could do was just upper body and like my single leg like my one leg and I think I got like I think I was getting like a bit like I asked every day is my leg gonna get bigger than this leg like is it gonna be like both and then my other one like this and then I'm like nah nah like you just do the exercises just to keep it like 
oh they said something and then like my upper body I was just like I don't want to get too big like can we like calm down a little bit but that was good and then like for like um conditioning and stuff I had to do rowing so I had to put like a skateboard down on my foot so I could row and so I would put my injured foot on my on the skateboard and row (laughs) nah it was all good though at the start I was just like fuck people are gonna look at me like what the what the (laughs) heck but then I was like nah like it's all good were you like comfortable with that procedure like obviously you would have heard the three months and been like oh yeah hard yeah I was Mm. so keen but when you heard like oh it's not really a thing like not much people really do it yet did you have nerves thinking is it gonna fix me or make it worse or I I think that's where like the downfall was like not knowing anyone that's done it before and like not really knowing like how it's like worked or how it's like how they have like how are they doing and stuff so I feel like and then also like me doing it like I wanted like that for everyone else like now somebody can know that I've actually done it and I'm actually fully healed like my ACL is fully healed now and like I'm doing like good you know so you've done that for three months how and then did you obviously ease your way back in and start playing rugby again yeah so like start like running oh shit the first time I ran it was so like it was like learning how to walk again it was so weird like just like running it was oh it was awkward as and then yeah just slowly like starting to do all that stuff and then like skills and stuff starting to get tackled and like all of that but now I'm just gonna are you like do you have any fear around your knee and you know, like, do you get scared like, thinking, like, oh, is it going to be all good or? <laughs> Oi, always. Like, even when I'm, like, just running, I'm just like, shit, like, please just don't, like, do anything. Like, just just stay in place. <laughs> Can you tackle this knee now? <laughs> Oi, hard, tackle this knee. Nah, because everyone's like, are you going to strip your knee? And I'm just like, oh, I have to, but I know if I strap it, people are going to go for it because that's it nowadays. People go for like, if they see strapping, they're like, I'm going to go for that, yeah, you know? Yeah. It's like that nowadays. So I'm just like, shit, maybe I'll strap the other knee and they can go for the other knee. <laughs> Did you go through like a period where um, you spoke with maybe the Black friends and they said to you like, oh, how can we help or... Did they give you any sort of assistance with your injury or were they just monitoring you from afar? It was more like, because I wasn't in the Black Ferns. Like, I'm not like in the Black Ferns and stuff, but it was more like Cyclones and stuff. Like they were honestly like the best, like being surrounded by them and stuff. It really helped me. Like my trainer, like I was with my trainer um, for Cyclones, like everyday training and he helped me so much through it. Like, I don't think I'd be where I am today if it wasn't for like him, like, cause he actually, he did so much for me and I'm so grateful. Everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and let's talk about your hurricanes, your hurricanes contract. Um, <laughs> it's a first ever competition, right? They've never had, yeah, a, had a girls um, super rugby competition. Mm-hmm. Um, how did that come about? And how are you feeling about it as well? Because I know that, um, you know, you must be 
feeling pretty stoked to be named in that in that squad. Um, congratulations, yeah. also. No oh, thanks. <laughs> nah, so I didn't play last year, um, and so I was like, nah, I'm not gonna get picked for Super Rugby or anything because I think last year like you had to be playing to be picked or something like that. And then so that whole year I'm just like, damn, like I'm not gonna get picked. And I was having a big sock with like my family. And I was like, far like, well, like, why this year? Like, why out of all years did I have to get injured? But then I got the call from the Hurricanes coach and he was just like, Hey Clipes, like, I just wanna let you know that you've made it in like and I was like I had no words. Like my Timolda was by me and she like I was just like, huh? Like I just wanted I like had no words, like I just cried and I was just like, damn, like it really meant heaps to me, I think, because like I haven't been playing. I didn't play that whole year. So I'm just like, ah, like first shows, woman's like super rugby, like yeah. It shows a lot of the organization <clears throat> eh, that you haven't been playing, but they still believe in you and know that yeah, despite and I'm your so injury. Yeah. Hey, despite your injury, they still believe that mm. you're good enough to make a full recovery and, and be the amazing mm. player that you are. Um, so with the Hurricanes um, and all that, do, do you want to like run us through how that all works? Because it's never been done before. And mm. uh, um, I'm super excited for it because it looks like it's going to be a mean comp. Like, can you yeah. talk to us about that? Yeah. Being in like the first, you know, like super rugby team, like first woman's super rugby is crazy. Like, if I didn't even know. <laughs> do you play like the Aussie girls in that or like, like that? Nah, so, oh, yeah. So there's only like, we only have three match games all, all up. And then it goes straight into like semi finals and all of that, I think. Oh, I better right. not be saying stuff and then it's not even right. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'll just check that. Nah. I think we, I know that we have three games though. So that's like Chiefs, Blues, and then the South Island team. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. And so have you started training and have you gone through like all that period yet? Or have you met your player, like your mates in that, your teammates? So we actually have it this weekend, this Saturday. So we've got testing and then we've got like a bit of like gelling to do with the girls. So this week will be our first time, all of us Hurricanes girls together. So I'm so I'm so excited to meet everybody and just like just start the campaign. And because because it's the Hurricanes, are you based in Wellington? Like, do you have to move to Wellington now, or are you just? No, so we don't have to move. But it's just we'll just have to travel back and forth to Wellies and stuff. Oh, true. Is that even yeah. on like your training days and stuff like that? Like, so, um, I'm so bad when it comes to schedules, like. I shouldn't even be saying I'm bad when it comes to schedules on this. People will see it and be like, bro, <laughs> sharpen up. <laughs> but basically we go from Thursday or Wednesday to Sunday in, in Wellies. Oh, right. Yeah. So, so you live, whole, so you'll live there from Wednesday. Wellies. Oh, yeah yeah. 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 And then we come back home and stuff for like two days or one day. <laughs> And so do they buy you like a hotel or something or you like just... We all say to give us somewhere. Right. But everything's paid for and all of that stuff. Oh, yeah. that's, that's mean. That's, that, that'll be living. a experience. It's honestly living life, like playing something you love and like, you know, 
there. Hard out. <laughs> and like, it's mean that like you sort of get the opportunity to play with new players. I know, like, have you seen the squads? Mm. Like, what do you reckon of all the teams? Bro, the unreal way. Like, they're so unreal. I think all the teams are even. I think it's going to be a good matchup. I'm excited. Yeah, there's like some of the names on there. I'm like, far. That's like a good mix of players amongst good all mix the. Of all the all the teams i can't like personally say that for like the boys like the super rugby boys teams i feel like it's not so like even like there's a lot of um like i feel like they're just not as even like there's always men yeah. players in like two or three teams max and then like the other teams i like, have men players but like not all the like, blacks hey you know what i mean I was like, uh, nah. yeah. <laughs> nah, it's all good um oh so that that, that that'll be mean so What's the best piece of advice that you've ever received um, from someone? Um, probably my mum. She's always told us to, like a quote that she's always told us is to like never use your disadvantages in your life to not succeed in life. Mm. That's always been like a quote that she's always told us, like don't use like your, like don't use your excuse, you know, like, what's happened to you as an excuse to like not succeed in life kind of thing yeah yeah no that's yeah. that's a good piece of advice because a lot of people would use their circumstances where they're born mm. you know what what their yeah. life is like you know oh, i was born in the yeah. hood so i need one of the hood things you know what i mean that. like just yeah like everyone i feel like uses their life you know what's wrong or what's happened as an excuse yeah yeah or as as a reason why they don't have the life that they want to live eh? yeah yeah so just some quick fire questions what's your top three songs in your playlist um top three songs (laughs) um since the sandbox um after dark and soldier feeling yeah there's some good songs are these like would you listen to those before a game or you're not really a music person before i listen to any songs before my game before game i like any game gets me hype or any game (laughs) any song gets me hype (laughs) oh man so what could you be listening to like slow jams and you're like yo i'm gonna smash you today like (laughs) is it like yeah of course (laughs) nah except for those songs except for those slow jams um what about is there someone that you look up to or someone that's inspired you um definitely my mum I think my mum's my biggest inspiration um just what she's been through a like yeah she's just always been kind of just a big role model in my life just a strong wahine and just yeah she shows us how like strong you can actually be so yeah <laughs> um what's your greatest achievement cool greatest achievement i think oh, i suppose i suppose you can use beating me at ufc like i'll let you use it yeah i'm gonna say that beating you in ufc everyone you hear that beating shay at ufc i was like i did that my controller died i did that i think that 
say. I'm going to say that. <laughs> no, what happened was no. it was too sunny that day and it was, the sun was getting in my eye and I couldn't see. But even 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 though your back was facing the sun? Was the, <laughs> even though you were facing like this? Yeah, because my back's so muscly and big, it like reflected off my back and went into <laughs> the wall and then onto my eye. Yeah, yeah, that oh, sounds about I, right. Oh, yeah, 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 okay, 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 I'll give you a rematch in store. Oh, oh I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> nah, well, what is it? What's the actual greatest achievement? Um, probably making that possibles versus probables team. You know, being so young and so, like, being able to make those teams and stuff was yeah was probably like my like greatest achievement yeah yeah you put it you put it on the head there eh? like being so young you're still kind of finding your feet in this profession yeah and now you're playing with players that have been playing for years um Mm. would you rather go back in time or go to the future oh that's a good one that's a good ass one it's deep hey like because you could go back in time in your lifetime but you mm. could also go back in time to like another lifetime, like you know, another life. life. Yeah, probably going back in time. Do Do you have a like specific time, like or maybe like back when it was easy, like intermediate, you know, when it was just like easy for us to just live and not have like. After pace to pay off. <laughs> nah. nah, I'm joking. Cut that. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah, I get ya. I get ya. Like, no bills and eh? no, like, paying for gas and all that stuff. Eh? You know, Just... like, all it was back in intermediate was go to school, go to after school trainings, come back home and play with your friends. Like, I wish I took the advice of don't want to grow up too fast because. I obviously wanted to grow up so much faster when I was back then. And now I'm 19 and wanting to go back to when I was like 14. (laughs) (laughs) When life was so much easier. (laughs) That's another advice I'd give to younger people too. Just don't want to grow up too fast. (laughs) Um, What's your favourite movie or TV show? My favourite movie? um, Legends of the Fall and The Notebook. I've seen The Notebook. I haven't seen Legends of Four. Would you recommend it? Oh, man. Legends of the Four. It's like an old old movie. It's got, like, Brad Pitt in it, and I think that's why I like it. <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah, it's honestly a good movie. Legends of the Four would definitely be my favourite, and then it would go The Notebook. You have to watch it after this. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll plug into it. I'm a, definitely a movie head. Um, and last, <laughs> last, last question. Well, if you're stranded on an island by yourself, what are three things that you want to have with you? Mm, three? <laughs> Wait, don't ask me this question. I'll say stupid stuff. Um, boy, had... Alcohol, alcohol, alcohol. <laughs> 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 nah. Um three things can i say like food yeah yeah so like i've had people say like a knife a pot and maybe like something to start a fire i've had people say a playstation a phone and wi-fi like, yeah. 
we had Wi-Fi, a phone. Nah, um, probably something to start a fire. Um, a house. <laughs> nah, jokes. <laughs> oh, nah, I suck at this. Restart the question. Nah, you could have a house. You could have a house. You could have... Um... You could have, yeah, obviously a fire starter, but I mean, if you had a fire starter, if you had a house, you would automatically have a fire starter, wouldn't you? So, I don't yeah, know. yeah. So a house, food, and a phone. <laughs> <laughs> Top three essentials, right there, people. <laughs> nah. um, I just want to say, um, Kaipsafar, thanks for jumping on. I appreciate it. Um, obviously, most of the stuff you told me, you've you know, I've seen you go through it or um, mm. you've told me before, but no, it's just a pleasure to have someone on that I know personally. And um, obviously I wish you the best of luck for this year. That's weird saying this year because yeah. I keep saying, thinking, oh, 22, it's- 2022 <laughs> is next year. Yeah. Um, but good luck for this year. And we'll definitely be there uh, when you come down to play the South Island team um, here in Christchurch. Um, you can guarantee that. Um, oh. And no, nah, just wish you all the best and maybe uh down the track when you're you know but older and but wiser <laughs> you know you can uh, run oh. it back at the end of your career eh? <laughs> nah thanks for having me like honestly i was so excited for this and it's yeah it's been it's been good just yeah. being able to yeah talk <laughs> well it's like the first time i haven't had to like properly get to know the person i've like been speaking to and it's made it easy yeah. because um you know we don't have to like get rid of that awkwardness or um yeah hard out I, I suppose you know you trust me enough to take double takes yeah. and stuff like that as well so nah, oi, I was nah I'm so happy that I know you because I'm not good at this sort of stuff so <laughs> I would have been like telling them to stop so much times and they would have been like oh my god <laughs> but nah, uh, good <laughs> um but yeah well this interview people um if you want to find um Kipes, um, do you want to just plug the plug the socials in there if um, people want to reach out to you and maybe get some advice or um, learn a bit more about you or even just follow your journey? Yeah, so my Instagram? Hey, it's up to you. It's your socials. Okay, cool. Fine. Well, I just have Instagram or TikTok. You can follow me on TikTok and watch my cool dances. Um, my TikTok is just Clyford.Olson. And then also my Instagram is Clyford.Olson too. So, yeah. <laughs> well there you have it people um make sure you give her a follow um and make sure you follow us at um stories unleashed podcast pretty much yeah. that is everything um for us stories unleashed podcast on spotify google Podcasts, apple Podcasts, um and youtube facebook insta tiktok now um <laughs> i'm not a tiktoker but yes, trying to find my TikTok. way <laughs> i'll help you out don't worry <laughs> all right sis thank you